The Sprint Car announcements keep coming in hot, and today we'll run through everything from the past 24 hours, plus more Sprint Car staff moves and a hint about the future of what team ownership will look like with High Limit. Let's go. It's Tuesday, December 5th. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. When I opened my notes file for today's show following the Tuesday Daily, it was completely blank. But getting rolling this morning, so much happened on Tuesday through the day that I'm actually going to end up pushing some stuff to Wednesday. And we've got driver and team announcements coming up, some staff updates, and plenty more to dive into. Over in the Dirt Tracker merch shop, the hoodies are still available, but sizes are getting limited. I'm down to just a few left and only in 2X and 3X sizes. I am out of larges and extra larges. If you want one, now is the time as they will not be restocked. You can also grab a Dirt Tracker logo rope hat. There's stickers. There's a whole bunch more stuff over there. You can check out the full line of Dirt Tracker merch over at shop.dirttracker.com. I will start first today with the next two announced high limit full-time drivers for 2024. The first one came as no surprise. Zeb Wise and the Redeem 26 joined Brad Sweet, Jacob Allen, and Casey Kane as the now four confirmed series regulars. This one was no shock as team owner Kevin Rudine turned his Skagit Outlaw Weekend to High Limit, and his Race Rudine Foundation race goes from All-Star to High Limit as well. Uh, so this was kind of just a logical uh, step here as well. Uh, Zeb was the 2023 All-Star champion, grabbed his first ever Outlaw win late in the year at Port Royal. Going up against this group of drivers will be a step up in competition for him, but it's a good move for his career advancement. I'm a big fan of Zeb, and I think if they can keep that Ford engine dialed in all season, these guys will be in the mix for plenty of race wins in 2024. Zeb and that 26 team uh, took a huge step forward this past season, and it was clear that they had hit on a good combination. Also, just this morning, High Limit announced team number five with Corey Eliason signing on with Ridge and Sons Racing. So that's kind of really like two announcements. Eliason full-time to the Ridge 8 and their move to High Limit full-time. Uh, Aaron Reitzel will continue with Ridge as well, focusing on Knoxville Weekly and other Midwest events, while Eliason becomes their main traveling driver. And so you're going to have basically two separate teams, kind of like you saw late in the season there. Eliason ran with the A-team late in 2023 after departing the Crouch Motorsports 11. He's no stranger to a uh, traveling series, though, having previously been an all-star while racing with Rudin. Eliason has two career outlaw wins and 10 career all-star victories on his resume. Uh, this team will continue to be led by veteran crew chief uh, Tyler Swank. He's, he will switch over from working with Reitzel to working with Eliason next season. Obviously, a guy who's been on the road a ton over the years. I would expect the series uh, as in High Limit to continue announcing drivers through the rest of this week. With what I've heard floating around about High Limit, they should easily get to 10 full-time teams and they could push past that to maybe 12 with some of the other names I've heard that are considering it. High Limit is approaching their relationship between the series and the full-time teams very different than World Racing Group is with the Outlaws. Besides the ability to race outside the series more easily on off days, this series team setup will be the other major departure from how the Outlaws do things. I've looked through a bunch of the High Limit documentation that got sent to teams, and I'll be curious to see how the industry as a whole reacts to it. It clearly seems to be a draw for these teams that are signing up early, but I have a lot of questions about how this program is going to work, and I think so will fans once it becomes public. I'm not going to out the full plan here as I don't want to steal their thunder and I'm not really a breaking news guy, but know there is more to come on this front when it comes to high limit and team and uh, team ownership. Uh, what co-series owner Kyle Larson, uh, where he fits into the mix next season, got just a little clearer yesterday with the newest high limit room uh, show from Flow Racing. 
Talking to Brad Sweet and Dylan Welch, Larson confirmed his plans to run all 11 midweek shows in 2024. He'll be back to defend his championship there. As for where else you could see him, he said he thinks something like 20 to 22 races spread throughout the year. Uh, that, to give you an idea, the, the full high limit schedule is 60 races, so maybe half-ish uh, or a little bit less here for Larson. Obviously, his other racing commitments will keep him away from a lot of the schedule, but I'm going to put money here on the high limit social accounts or public email address getting complaints at some point uh, during the season about people going to a race and expecting to see Larson and him not being there. Uh, if you plan on attending a series race in 2024, I would make sure to pay attention to the uh, high limit social channels for Larson updates. Especially if it's a weekend race, uh, there will be good chances he might not be there. And this is my attempt here to help the High Limit replies and comments next season and more fans in advance. Uh, as for the staffing things I alluded to on yesterday's show, we've now got the third defection for a World of Outlaws employee to High Limit. Joining PR guy Brian Walker and race director Mike Hess, who had already previously moved over, High Limit has also grabbed the Outlaws timing and scoring official Anthony Carini. Anthony had been on tour with the Outlaws for seven seasons, first as their PR guy, and then later shifting to the scoring role under Eloy Gutierrez. Knowing Anthony and having worked with him, this one surprised me a bit. But I think after thinking about it, it makes a lot of sense on several levels. He gets to continue working with some friends, and the ability to travel a, a bit less uh, has to be uh, you know, uh, attractive here. WRG has posted that scoring uh, official job already and are actively seeking Anthony's replacement, if you're interested in a job with the Outlaws. But by the sound of it, this won't be the last Outlaw staffer to make the switch. I'm not sure when it's going to become public, but High Limit will be filling a very key role with this fourth Ward of Outlaws hire. And I've heard that WRG already has the replacement ready for this fourth person who's leaving. I guess if you're trying to staff a sprint car series with employees who are ready to go, what better way to do so than to raid the incumbent and your main opponent? WRG will definitely have some holes to fill, but one thing they've done pretty well over the years is find and cultivate talent across the organization. I would not expect them to skip a beat with these losses. Uh, just like with High Limit, we have added more for, uh, full-time Word of Outlaws drivers as well in the last 24 hours. Earlier in the day yesterday, we got the official confirmation from the series that Bill Rose will return, making him the sixth confirmed full-timer. We already knew this was happening. We just hadn't got that official uh, announcement from the series just yet. And then very late last night came word on the new Sides Motorsports driver. Moving on from Robbie Price, the Side 7S will be back full-time in 2024 with the Outlaws, with young driver Landon Crawley in the seat. Definitely didn't see this one coming. The 15-year-old Crawley made his 410 debut in October at Tri-State Speedway in Oklahoma. That was in Power Eye competition. During that second night, he ended up sixth against a pretty solid field of 410 veterans. This will obviously be a massive step up for Landon to full-time World of Outlaws membership. But it won't be his first time on a national tour. He ran the full season with ASCS in 2022, finishing eighth in the standings as a rookie. On a pick-and-choose schedule in 2023, Crawley had two 360 wins, one in local competition at Riverside and a USCS victory at Magnolia. Landon is the son of sprint car veteran Tim Crawley, who just recently retired from driving. I believe Landon will be 16 uh, by the time uh, the outlaw season starts next year. Uh, Tim was a multi-time ASCS national champion and had something like 50 career series wins. He also appeared plenty over the years with the Outlaws and the All-Stars. So the addition of Rose and Crawley takes the Outlaws to seven, and all indications are they should be at least to 10 by Volusia. I think there's still some opportunity here for maybe another few teams to get involved uh, if they want, especially with the bump in purse and Tomini for the season. The departure of Brad Sweet and some of the other moves uh, that we're hearing about have created a few spots with the Outlaws for next season. All right, we're going to call it there for today's Daily Tomorrow show. Already full of stuff to talk about, and I'm sure there will be more announcements uh, today. 
I do want to hit on the Hunt the Front schedule, also the Mavericks later races. Uh, JJ Hickel's got a new ride, and there's some stuff with the Flow late model series I'd like to hit on as well. Also, I got an interesting late model invite for later today, so keep an eye on the Dirt Tracker channels, uh, social channels for that. Hopefully, I'll have some cool photos and videos to share later this evening. I hope you guys have a great Tuesday out there. We'll see you right back here tomorrow.